Here comes Riddell Jones. Three seconds, two seconds. Riddell all the way outside to Watford. Three on the way. Oh! And one in! And one in! And Indiana wins the ball game! I think Peyton's going to watch. Intercepted! Colts are going to the Super Bowl! Comes George, got the step and scoffs one move and counts in the foul. He beat LeBron James. Steps in. Puts Pettis. And they're saying he is in. You guys, is Thursday finally the day where the Colts get a quarterback? that starts for more than one season at a time. This will be the sixth straight season that the Indianapolis Colts have had a different opening day quarterback. We're going to run through where I would go through the team and say, oh, I think we need to draft one. Where we went wrong, we're going to be going through some NFL news as well, really big news. There's a lot going on in the sports world. The NBA playoffs are happening. Biggest news there. The number one seed Milwaukee Bucks are down 3-1. Obviously, the Aaron Rodgers trade to the New York Jets is probably the biggest news in sports right now. And then the MLB starting up. But the Colts are guaranteed to get one of the top four quarterbacks. Just depends on which one they want. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller. And I said it all depends on which one they want. Um, I kind of worded that poorly because... It's not who we want. We want Bryce Young. Well, we ain't going to get him because Carolina's going to take him at number one, right? Levis, Stroud, or Richardson. One of those three are probably guaranteed to fall to us, or they are guaranteed to fall to us with the number four overall pick unless we trade back. But let's go into deep discussion about this. Make sure you're following our social medias, our Snapchat and Twitter is at DW Sports with two S's on the end. Our um, I said our Snapchat and Twitter. Our Instagram and Twitter is at DW Sports with two S's on the end. Our Snapchat and our TikTok is at DW underscore sports. Our email is DW Sports Show at gmail.com. If you have any questions, and our YouTube, if you have it subbed to there, is DW Sports. I think it's finally time. I think Ballard finally steps up and takes a quarterback. But let me know your thoughts on it after the break. Comment on our social medias. Colts fans, it's going to be one heck of a ride on Thursday night. Let's get it. See you guys in just a second after the break. Welcome back from the break, y'all. And if you're not following our social medias during the break, that's something you got to do, man. If you want to keep up with the show and see clips of the show and see my thoughts on things, follow the social media. That is the goal. That's the key to the DW Sports Podcast, man. But I can't remember the last time the Colts have gotten a pick this high. I mean, seriously, when I started watching football heavily, because you guys got to remember, I'm 18 years old. When we drafted Andrew Luck, I was 
what? I was seven. I was seven years old when we drafted Andrew Luck, which is crazy to me. And now we're sitting here at 2020. The Colts haven't done crap. Six different quarterbacks, if you're counting this season, it's been five so far. But the Colts are guaranteed to have a different quarterback starting under the helm next season because that's just how we like to roll, I guess. Whether it's Gardner Minshew or Stroud or Levis or Richardson, it's going to be somebody different for the sixth straight year. So the first thing I kind of want to talk about is obviously why that happened. I'm going to have about, I don't know, a a quick five to seven minute segment about how this actually happened and where I would do and where I would go if I was a GM, if I was Chris Ballard at the time, because honestly, some things you can't blame him for. Being a general manager in the NFL isn't just some cakewalk of a job. They have so many things behind the scenes that they have to deal with, with staff and players and, you know, salary cap and finding practice player. Like they have so many things to do besides sit there and dwell on who they're going to draft at number four. Obviously they thought about it. They've had a lot of talk about it, but Chris Ballard, that's not the only thing that he's doing right now. Like there's other things that Chris Ballard has to be doing. So Let's go through these past five seasons of the Indianapolis Colts starting quarterbacks. And we'll see, we'll see where we went wrong. And personally, what I would do if I was a general manager. So it all starts in 2016, Andrew Luck's final season. That's fine because you have Andrew Luck, you draft him in, um, 2012, or wait, no, I'm sorry. I said 2016, 2018, because I was like, he played way more than four years. It all starts in 2018. Andrew Luck played all 16 games. And in 2018, it was his final season as an Indianapolis Colt. He retires suddenly during the preseason of 2019, or I guess it would have been the preseason of 2018 because it was still in that same season. But the 20... 17 2018 season was Andrew Luck's last season. Now we move on to 2019. He retires suddenly in a preseason game against the Chicago Bears. You can't blame Chris Ballard for that. Right? And this is an issue with what a lot of the media says and what a lot of media has a perception on when in reality it's not as bad as you think because two of those seasons. You, you can explain it like this. Andrew Luck's last season in 2018, you still got your franchise guy, but we're counting that against Chris Ballard as, oh, this is one of your five quarterbacks that you've had in the past five seasons. And, you know, we should have gotten a new one a while ago in this. But, guys, in 2018, we had our guy. We had our franchise quarterback in Andrew Luck, and he counts as one of the five. He started all 16 games, doesn't give any of the Colts front office any notice. He's standing on the sideline against the Chicago Bears in preseason, and he decides weeks before the the actual regular season starts with zero notice, I'm going to retire because he's hurt and he can't play the game of football 
and it's mentally draining. So he retires. So Chris Ballard has to scramble and find somebody new. So we go to our backup guy, which is Jacoby Brissett in 2019. Started 15 games. Brian Hoyer started that one game. Um, I remember against the Pittsburgh Steelers, pretty bad. Game was horrendous. So there's two. You count Jacoby Brissett as another one. There's two out of your five quarterbacks where you're blaming Chris Ballard when one of them was your franchise guy that retired suddenly, and two, a guy where you literally had a week or two to find your guy. The draft's already over. Everybody really has their, their preseason roster locked up. They really have their regular season lost roster locked up. And they're just waiting for the season. So the only thing that you could do is resort to a backup. Chris Ballard doesn't like to waste draft capital, rightfully so. And that was our really our only option at the time. We're not going to go and make a trade with what we had and the picks that we had and yada, yada, yada. Jacoby Brissett was clear-cut the only option the Indianapolis Colts had. So there's two of your quarterbacks out of the five. Now, this, one, this is where it kind of gets a little bit bizarre. So 2020... Phillip Rivers comes to town, starts all 16 games. The Colts end up making the playoffs as the seventh seed. We play the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, and we lose by, what, a field goal? With Uncle Phil as our quarterback. Right there, I honestly wish we would have picked one up in the offseason. That way we didn't have to go get Rivers, knowing how he was getting older and he was regressing. And Chargers fans were kind of just done with them. He was kind of stale, right? Knowing those things going into the season, that Rivers wasn't going to be 10 years ago, San Diego Charger, Phillip Rivers quarterback, the one that used to tear up the Colts in the postseason. Like, we knew we weren't getting that quarterback. We were getting an old Phillip Rivers who probably only has one or two more years left in him. And then he's done, which is exactly what happened. So right there, I'm not blaming Chris Ballard because, you know, looking at all of the options we had this year, there wasn't too many options for the Colts to take. First of all, the Colts didn't even have a first rounder in 2019. So it wasn't an option to pick a quarterback in the first round. And, you know, obviously when you look at future seasons you, you're like oh we, this guy would have went first round this guy would have went second round whatever you know Tom Brady's sixth round pick obviously if they redid the draft because we knew how everybody in their draft class would have panned out he would have been the number one overall pick but that's not how it works you evaluate the guy in college you look at oh I like what this guy does here and here and here and I don't like what he does here 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 and there are only three quarterbacks in that 2019 draft class that went in the first round, that would be Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, and Dwayne Haskins. We're the only three that went in the first round. Obviously, Kyler Murray is the number one pick, and you don't see the number one pick getting bounced around too often. Obviously, we saw it this year, but that's because the Chicago Bears didn't need a quarterback. They think that they can get their guy falling back most likely defensive guy. 
the Arizona Cardinals that year needed a quarterback. There was no chance they were trading away the number one pick, and they got Kyler Murray out of it. So the Colts couldn't draft anybody. I wish they could have attempted to make some sort of trade for, you know, maybe a, a middle-aged guy or a younger guy. I don't. There, there's not too many younger guys on the market, but a guy that's 27, 28 years old, I would have been fine with. I would have been fine with Carson Wentz at that time, but obviously Wentz was playing better early on in his career, and this is getting worse now. So you got Andrew Luck, you got Jacoby Brissett, and you've got Phillip Rivers because the Colts didn't have a first-round draft pick, and they don't really like to trade that often, unfortunately. So you settle for Phillip Rivers in 2020. Phillip Rivers retires, and you go to Carson Wentz in 2021. Phillip Rivers retired. That wasn't Chris Ballard's decision to cut him and, you know, ship him elsewhere because it was a one-year experiment where Phillip Rivers was our quarterback and did awful. His numbers weren't horrendous that year. He was a game manager, and I would gladly have Phillip Rivers back for that season that, that Wentz was at the helm. I would gladly have Rivers back. But he retired. So there's three years where Ballard can't really do anything. You're forced to pick up a new quarterback. Andrew Luck was one of them. I guess two where you're forced to pick up a new quarterback. But three quarterbacks were excusable quarterbacks. You have your franchise guy. Then Andrew Luck retires. So you're forced to get a new one, which counts as your second guy, which happened to be Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Then you've got, um, then you got Phillip Rivers, right? Yeah. Then you got Phillip Rivers, which you could have done something else, but you decided to go with Phillip Rivers. So that one's kind of questionable. But obviously, I'm not going to sit up here and critique everything he does because nobody deserves to be nitpicked at the minute little details they have. So it's whatever. Phillip Rivers was not a bad get. Phillip Rivers retires. So you're guaranteed to get a new one, which turns into Carson Wentz. So there's four. And then Matt Ryan was probably not a very good option. Probably not a very good option last season. But there's your five. Luck, Brissett, then Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan is your five. And whoever we draft or, or roll with is going to be six next season. And I just pray to God that this guy, whoever we have, can just stay for at least one more season, whether it's Minshew or, you know, our rookie quarterback or whoever it is, Lamar Jackson, for the love of God. I just want it to be more than one year. So, Colts fans, Chris Ballard couldn't do anything for a lot, and I don't want to repeat myself, but I'm trying to make my point clear. Luck retires, so you're forced to get a new guy. Rivers retires, so you're forced to get a new guy. So there's two of your five guys that you were forced to get a new guy, and you were forced to have a different starting quarterback because they retired. Two of the five, forced to. First year, Andrew Luck that we're counting as a guy. Franchise quarterback. So there's three. The only two that could really be argued was the Phillip Rivers get, 
because Jacoby Brissett didn't retire and the Matt Ryan get because Wentz was awful. But this guy that I want to draft, his name is C.J. Stroud. I'll take a quick break. Let's come back and talk about why I want C.J. Stroud and a few different scenarios about the Colts, who I'd want them to take in different scenarios. So let's get after it. Vegas odds, Colts football. You got to love it here on DW Sports. Be back in a jiffy. All right, y'all, welcome back from break two. Again, I hope you follow the social medias. That's the only way you keep up with the show, man. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever. Make sure you're subbing to our YouTube as well. Rack up the subscribers. But now that we've talked a little bit about why the Colts have had five different quarterbacks in five different years, going to be six this season, whoever it is, whether that's Minshew or the guy that we draft, the Colts are in an interesting scenario because, yeah, you're guaranteed to get one of the top four quarterbacks, but a lot of people are having mixed feelings, if you will, about who the Colts draft. You have the people that actually like Will Levis. You have the people that like Anthony Richardson, and you have the people that like CJ Stroud. Now, personally, I thought that Stroud was off the table because the way that he played at Ohio State in the playoffs, he almost led Ohio State to a win over Georgia. It, I mean, his performance there was unreal. But then he gets an 18% on this cognition test, which is way lower than every other quarterback, and his stock starts to drop. So it's like, well, CJ Stroud really falls to us because I thought it was young and Stroud guaranteed at one, two, but I guess not. Looking at the Vegas odds, Bryce Young is minus 1,400 to go number one. And let's be honest, I don't think that was any surprise to, to me or to any of you football fans. I think that Bryce Young is the best quarterback in this draft class. You can say whatever you want about how he's six foot and what whatever. Bryce Young has the most football IQ out of any quarterback in this draft. I think that his accuracy is the highest out of any quarterback in this draft class. And I think that he has the best chance to help your team win. He played under Nick Saban. Nick Saban knows how to win. Bryce Young is going to develop tactics and tendencies in his NFL career to know how to win. But the reason why I think it's time for the Colts to get a quarterback for more than one year is think about it this way. Now with Aaron Rodgers over to the Jets, like the, the Colts can't escape these quarterback AFCs. I would much rather have the eighth best quarterback in the AFC than the, the third best quarterback in the NFC. And that's no joke. Let's go over the top three quarterbacks in the NFC. In my opinion, that would be Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, and probably Kirk Cousins as, as your third best quarterback. If Justin Fields developed, it could be him, what whatever. But my point is this. Let's go over the... Just let's just go over the young quarterbacks first of all in the AFC that the Colts would have to go through in the playoffs, probably at least two of them to make it to a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones, Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, it's unreal. Josh Allen is in there. So there's five and five quarterbacks that I would rather take over Kirk Cousins 
today. And then you add on Rodgers to the Jets, Mahomes. So there's seven that I would rather have than Kirk Cousins. I mean, it's unreal. If the Colts do not draft the quarterback, they are going to get rinsed. And there's no excuse. There is seven phenomenal co- – actually, I wouldn't call Mac Jones phenomenal. But my point on him was that he's a younger guy. But quarterbacks that the Colts would have to play a lot, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Rodgers in the AFC now. You have so many quarterbacks that have brought their team up. Think about it. The Bengals were garbage. They were trash. They drafted Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and now they're, they, they go to a Super Bowl. And they're AFC contender. The Bills, they draft Josh Allen, and then they bring in Stephon Diggs. Guess what? The Bills' offense is great. They're a Super Bowl contender every year. Obviously, Mahomes isn't a young buck, but when he came in with Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, guess what? The Chiefs are a Super Bowl contender. Now you've got Rodgers reuniting with Alan Lazard. He's got Garrett Wilson over there, too. He's got... Elijah Moore, he's got Brees Hall in his backfield. I mean, Rodgers is going to be happy over there, man. And the Jets' O-line isn't isn't very bad either. So I think you get to a point in time where if you don't draft a quarterback, there's no chance you compete. There's no chance you compete in the AFC. Versus the NFC, you've got Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, two or which in the NFC East, and Kirk Cousins. So that's why the Colts need to draft a quarterback. But let's go over. I'm going to go over three scenarios, the three most likely scenarios that the Indianapolis Colts will face in this draft. First scenario, everything stays put. There's no trades. And the Panthers are on the clock. They pick Bryce Young. It's hard to bet against minus 1,400 odds. So Bryce Young will probably most likely be Locked up by Frank Reich at the number one pick, and he's going to be the number one overall pick in each of these three scenarios. Bryce Young goes to the Panthers. Colts weren't going to get him. Sorry, Colts fans. If you thought you were, come back to reality. Young is not a Colt. Number two, the Texans pick Will Anderson. Um, So I'm actually not going to say the most likely scenario first because I think it's more entertaining when I say it last. So let's go over this scenario. Young, Anderson, and with number three, we've got um, we got Tyree Wilson picked off the board. So now the Colts are on at number four because obviously the Cardinals don't need a quarterback. I would be surprised if they try to just get rid of Kyler Murray for a quarterback, but especially when Young's gone, I don't think they will. I want the Colts taking Stroud. You can say whatever you want about his 18% cognition score. I have way more doubts about Anthony Richardson and way more doubts about Will Levis than I do C.J. Stroud. And again, why should any of you guys care what I say? I'm an 18-year-old high school kid, right? I'm just speaking from the, from the fan perspective of Indianapolis Colts. And maybe I'm wrong. There's scouts that got it wrong all the time. Tom Brady's six-crown pick. Obviously, if they redraft the dude, it would be number one overall, no question. There are some, some scouts get it wrong because guys, when they play in the NFL, they develop skills that they didn't have in college because of that higher level. 
So there's one scenario. Second scenario, uh, Bryce Young goes number one. C.J. Stroud goes number two to the Texans. Then the Cardinals actually trade, we'll say, with Vegas. Vegas picks Will Levis at three. Now the Colts are at four. I think you go Will Anderson there, pretty clear cut. If Will Anderson's available, then I think you take him. The most likely scenario I think is to happen is this. Young, one. Stroud, two. Anderson, three. Well, now the Colts are in a predicament because you don't get Anderson. You don't get C.J. Stroud, which I fear is going to be the scenario that happens, and I fear that the Colts are going to pick Will Levis. Now, Will Levis does have a great arm strength and size, but... First of all, the dude puts mayonnaise in his coffee. You can't trust anybody that does that. I don't know why that tastes good to him. And I'm not even a coffee drinker, but I've had coffee before. And if you put mayonnaise in it, bro, Will Levis needs to stay far away from me for a while because those people are crazy. But football-wise, I don't question his IQ or whatever. I just question his accuracy. And I question him trying to do too much on plays. And I'll give you one more scenario just for the fun of it. Say, oh, Bryce Young um, goes one, Tyree Wilson goes two, and um, we'll say Jalen Carter goes three. Again, I think he picks Stroud. Really, for me, the whole point is the Colts either pick Stroud or they pick Anderson. If, if one of those two guys are on the board, you pick them, whichever one's on the board. If they're both available, if something just crazy happens and say it's Bryce Young, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, and you get to choose between Stroud and Will Anderson, I still think you go C.J. Stroud because Colts fans are that desperate for a quarterback. But let me know your thoughts on it. I'm going to have one more special segment because as – a Colts fan, you know, I, I follow the Colts the most, but my brother is a Packers fan. And obviously the big news with Aaron Rodgers getting traded, I kind of wanted to bring him on here. And I wanted him to give you guys his thoughts about it because from a, a Colts fan perspective, you know, I see Rodgers goes to the Jets. That's Jordan Love time. The Packers move up two spots. Um, they basically swap first round picks. So basically what the Packers gave up was a second round pick this year and a second round pick next year that could turn into a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps. So basically a second rounder this year and a first next year and like a six round pick that they probably don't even care about. But Braden, come on up here. I want you to, I want you to talk to the viewers a little bit about about the Aaron Rodgers trade. Let them know let them know what you think about it. Talking to this mic right here. Um I think it's a good team for both trades because if you look at the Packers, we didn't have a good year and now Rodgers didn't have a good year. So if we trade him and we get two picks higher and then we got a second rounder and then we also got a second rounder next year which will probably be a first. I look at it as well what we do is we got to move up and hopefully take a wide receiver in the first round, hopefully, because I don't think they'll happen, but 
if we get like Jackson Smith and Jigba, then it's a win because we have weapons around Jordan Love that we can build with a good backfield and good wide receiving course. So I want to go over a few scenarios with you, just like I did with the Colts. Obviously, I think the Packers fans hope is to get Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think that he is probably the best receiver in this draft. Same thing with Colts fans. We want CJ Stroud to fall to us or Will Anderson. Most likely not going to happen. Say another team just falls in love with Smith and Jigba. If he's gone off the board, who is your second option for Green Bay to take? Hmm, that's... I look at this thing. The Packers had some injuries on the O-line last year, and plus we have four good O-linemen. Bakhtiari, Jenkins, Myers, and Runyon are decent. They're good enough to start. So I look at second on my board as Peter Skaronski. We could put Elton Jenkins back at the position where he played two years ago at left guard, and he had a down year this year, and he played right tackle most of the snaps. So he's probably second on my board. As a Packers fan, are you sad that Rodgers is gone? Is it kind of bitter to you? If this was last year, then yes. But after this year, what do you put? No, not really. I mean, we got a good return, so I'm just happy with that. So another interesting thing I wanted to ask you about a Packer, you know, obviously you're a Packers fan, and we both went to a game at Lambeau Field last year, which was amazing. Ironically, it was actually against the Jets, where Rodgers is playing now. But it's Jordan Love time. Say – Jordan Love comes out and he's like Zach Wilson of the Jets, just a complete bum. Do you want to get rid of him immediately or would you want to give him one or two more years to kind of let it out? Or if, if he just comes out, maybe not Zach Wilson level because that was horrendous, but say he's somebody like, a, say production-wise, he's somebody like, a, I don't know, um, a Nick Foles per se, kind of just a backup quarterback role. If he has that kind of – production level maybe just under 4,000 yards maybe 25 touchdowns nine picks like if that happens do you want to get rid of them or would you want to continue forward with them or what what would you want to do there it depends because we don't have much cap room and his fifth year option we got to pick up at the end of this offseason but if he throws for under 4,000 and something like that then it's tough because you look at, I would think it depends on our record. And if we think we probably won't be able to get Quinn Ewers or uh, like a guy like that, or why am I blaming on him? Caleb Williams. I don't think we'll get a guy like that. So it depends on how the college quarterbacks do. If, if one of them fall to us, then we move on. But if they don't fall to us, then we stick with Jordan Love probably. Okay. Interesting to hear. So, like I said earlier, Rodgers to the Jets. Um, I want I want to kind of do something fun with you as a Colts fan, as a Packers fan. I want to give my way too early predictions for the AFC South and the NFC North just to kind of see how it is because obviously there's a little bias for both of us having both of our teams in those two divisions. So as a Colts fan, I'll start out in the AFC South and coming in at first place, surprise, surprise, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's a guy I forgot. I was I was thinking of another guy earlier. Trevor Lawrence is in there and the young guys for the AFC quarterbacks too. And Lamar Jackson if he stays with the Ravens. So there's so there's yeah, nine guys. There's Lawrence, Lamar, Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Rodgers, Tua Tagovailoa, and maybe, depending on how Mac Jones develops, maybe Mac Jones is nine over Kirk Cousins. But 
if you're talking about young guys, you there's everybody on that list besides Mahomes, and he's not even old. He's still in his 20s, but he's not considered young. And Rodgers. So there's seven young AFC quarterbacks, and the Colts still don't have one. Hint, hint, Colts. Notice what happened to the Dolphins and the Bills and the Bengals and the Chargers when they took a quarterback and actually got receivers around them. They actually turned good. Anyways, AFC South predictions and NFC North for me and him to wrap it up. For AFC South, obviously first place, I said the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Lawrence will develop a lot. And they get Calvin Ridley this year. will add to their receiving court. Trayvon Walker will develop off the edge too. I think they they finished first place by two games at least. I think they're 10-11 win football team this season. They finished in first. Second place, I have got the Tennessee Titans. They're still the same team. I know they regressed this offseason, but the Titans are kind of always the middle of the pack team where they can they they always seem to have the Colts number lately. So they'll win probably four. I'll say three or four division games and they'll win, you know, a few games. They're not supposed to win here and there. Cause that's how they roll third place. I will say the Colts because the Colts have basically the same roster, just lost a few pieces like Bobby O'Kerke, but Shaq Leonard is back and fourth Houston Texans. So quite literally the same exact standings as it was last year. I don't think anything changes as for the NFC North. Surprise, surprise again, the Minnesota Vikings. Nothing's really changed for them that much either. Two, I've actually got the Detroit Lions. Four, no, four. Three, I got the Chicago Bears. And four, I got the Green Bay Packers. Now you're up. He doesn't like that very much. I know that he wouldn't. I kind of disagree with your AFC South, kind of, because the Colts lost Gilmore. I think the Jags will end up winning it. And I I said this last year in the about the NBA. I said something about I've heard this. If the Jazz is first round, they're gonna blow up and trade Mitchell and Gobert or one of them. I told you and Dad that and you guys wouldn't believe me. But what ends up happening is they both get traded. Derrick Henry's been in rumors, and do I think he'll get shipped? hard to tell but i think a team who could use a good running back i hope henry gets shipped off let's say like a team who had a down year like the rams want to try one year even though they trade Jalen ramsey which doesn't really make sense but so you got you got the jags at first who you got at second at second i think the quotes draft a quarterback and that quarterback may overachieve i think you guys hopefully second Okay, that's 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 a good sign. If we finish second, I'm happy with that. And I think the Titans will finish third, and not by much. I mean, they'll probably only win five games. If I'm being real, that's wow. Oh wow, they're not good. And then you got Houston at fourth. And now for your NFC North predictions, what do you got? First, I'm not gonna be biased to the Vikings. Okay, I was gonna say it's it's clearly the Vikings. Not going to be biased either. It's the Lions. Mm-hmm. Third's going to be the Packers. I am not ever. You're never going to hear me say the Bears are better than the Packers. It's never going to happen. It's still going to be a sweep every single year. Roger still owned you guys, but so does Love. And Bears at four. You know what? I I can actually see that because the Packers defense is really good. I just worry about your guys' offense this year. 
Obviously, you know, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are good, but losing Lazard, you hope that Christian Watson and uh, Romeo Dubes can develop. But the Packers' defense is a very good defense, and the Bears' offense is better, but their defense is horrendous, so it kind of evens out. Bad Packers' offense versus bad Bears' defense versus good Packers' defense versus good Bears' offense. So I'm excited to see those games. But thank you guys for tuning into this show. I know it was a little bit longer today, so excuse my ranting of the Indianapolis Colts, but I think it's time. C.J. Stroud, you're officially an Indianapolis Colt. Thursday night at around probably, what, 8.20 or so, I would say the Indianapolis Colts select. So C.J. Stroud, hopefully, or Will Anderson is a Colt. But if it's Will Levis, Will Anderson, Anthony Richardson, um, Jalen Carter, like no matter who it is, Colts fans will welcome you with open arms to Indianapolis. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. I'll see you guys Thursday before the draft. I'll probably give you a little bit of draft thoughts about the league instead of just the Colts. But I'll see you on Thursday. Peace out, y'all.